and welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson, and I am joined, as always, on the other line by Susan Miller-Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, how's it going? Are you are you enjoying your off season? I feel like we're finally into the off season. Exactly, exactly. I, you know what? I didn't I didn't really feel it until this week. Yeah, this week because basically we had the last couple of coaching moves happen last Thursday, and then uh, what we're actually going to talk about today is, is not a ton of huge news. We'll probably be pretty quick here uh, compared to some of our usual longer winded episodes, but a, a couple. Important developments over the weekend, basically. Yeah. We, we had, I, I, guess, I guess it was, was... Saturday was, like, the last day when, like, there was still news happening. We had the little Nikosi Perry thing, which we'll talk about, but... Um, Perry, I thought, was really interesting, actually, yeah. so, you know. But let, let's start with Saturday. Um, and specific... Okay. We'll, we'll talk about Tyreek Stevenson in the second half here, but... Um, Basically, Saturday was the day we figured out it was essentially worked out to be the last day Miami players were making decisions about their draft future. Um, we'd known basically all the juniors by then, Boba Bolden coming back, um, the two defensive ends going pro, Brevin Jordan going pro. Uh, but then Saturday we got news that first that Zach McLeod is coming back for one more season, a sixth season for him. Uh, because he was a redshirt senior this year, but gets that extra year of eligibility. Um, And then later that night, uh, we get news that Jared Williams is coming back for also his sixth season, right? He was a, or yeah, sixth season, right? Oh, Oh, for seventh season. Seventh season, right. He had two years. Yeah. He had one one because he was injured, and then he read his very first year, I guess 2015, he redshirted. Like most yeah. The first year. So um, the only, really, the only guy we're still waiting on is Amari Carter. Um, obviously, I think started the majority of the games at safety as part of that three safety rotation Miami had. Um, uh-huh. But what did you think of Zach and Jared coming back? Once, once he moved uh, to defensive end in the bowl game, I think we even talked about it, that just felt like that was a sign that he was coming back and trying to maybe make that position switch. Exactly. I mean, look, I, he's such a an intelligent young man and a really, really good, a great leader, a good person. And, and, and when he came, I mean, I know that Manny Diaz thought he was as a linebacker with the with, – you know, the, with um, Michael Pinckney, um, you know, I, I thought... Yeah, I mean, um, he started from day one with those two guys who are both yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, now. Quarterman. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean, the, he was supposed to be really, really good. He was a hard hitter. He was, again, a good tackler. He had some injury issues with his wrist and some other things along the way, but he definitely leveled out... Um, Shot and I don't, I don't blame him. 
I, you know, these guys have a free year they can use. They're getting their scholarships paid for. I think, I can't remember if he has his master's yet, but, I mean, that's a lot of money's worth of education. Yeah, especially when you don't know if you're going to be getting a paycheck playing football next year. He would not have gotten drafted. That's he would not have gotten drafted. He might have gotten a shot. You know, he's got tools, right? He's he's agile. He's I'm not saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of kids don't get drafted, but yeah. I, but I, he would not have gotten drafted, and he knows that he's a smart guy. And but it's a good it's a good decision, and I do think it's. I know people are debating. Fans are debating. You know, is it good? Is it not good? That all these kids are coming back. I, I agree with Manny Diaz. I, I think it's really good. Yeah, it's never I, a bad thing to have experience. Yeah, I mean... And especially at the, the defensive end spot where, you know, I, I I would guess the two starters at defensive end next year are probably going to be Jafari and Cam, um, or at least the two best defensive ends. But, um, you know, that that's... A, or I guess DeAndre... I forgot about DeAndre Johnson. Andre, you know, they... Yeah, but they just need as much competition there as possible because no one, other than DeAndre Johnson, who obviously was good at Tennessee, they have no one there that's really played a lot of college football at defensive end. And so you just want as many bodies in there competing as possible. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And I mean, it's not, you know, I, you need the depth. And now with the COVID uh, factor, which people are just not, now it's like you don't even think of it, but on i mean covid is as bad as ever now like let's you know let's see you know who gets vaccines and when and all that but it's it's still a big big problem right. so um you know they they need the depth for a lot of reasons a lot of reasons yeah uh the more interesting one though i think no no offense to zach and cloud is jared williams coming back though oh, which i was i was surprised but kind of by the time it happened, I wasn't surprised because there had kind of been this run it back trend that Miami was doing. They had all the graphics, and just basically the longer it took him to like say he was going to play in like the like, you know the Senior Bowl or the Shrine Game or something, like it made me think that there was a chance that he was going to come back, and that's obviously massive news for Miami, which is going to bring back uh, its five main offensive linemen from last year. Plus John Campbell and Usman Traore, who started games last year. Plus Navon Donaldson, who, um, if he was healthy, was almost certainly going to start um, at some point last year. Plus, you know, Jalen Rivers, who was arguably like the most talented offensive lineman on the roster, who redshirted last year. Plus Isaiah Walker, who was, you know, a top 125 recruit who redshirted last year. Plus, um, you know, some good offensive linemen coming in. Um, and that group that was a disaster uh, basically two years ago, a year and a half ago, whatever, at the start of the 2019 season exactly. is, I think, good. Like, I don't even think it's just, like, I don't think they've gone from bad to passable. I think they've gone from bad to good. Um, I think and have a chance be- to be really good next year, I think. I think they will be good. I I, the stuff about Jared, if you would have, if you would have uh, told us that in December. Well, yeah, during the last week of the season, or maybe the second to last week of the season, uh, Garen Justice got asked about it, and 
said he expected him to go. Yeah, he expected him to go because when you say, quote, Jerry was an old senior as it was. Yeah. Okay, when, when he was asked about Jerry, Jerry was an old senior. He's been playing quite a while. I mean, when it, when it, when it was asked if he's going to be turn pro or whatever, it was kind of obvious he was, he, Jerry changed his mind. I, he got caught up in the, not, not just caught up, he probably, maybe he made a really good decision. I People are saying, oh, it's, you know, bogus seven years, and what a joke, and it's not a joke. It's For the UM, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, these guys are all going to play together again and out of any position on the team, out of any position group. O-line, which is arguably the most important position group. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they, they just get stronger and stronger the chemistry between all linemen is is like paramount and that they've been playing together for a few years it, it's going to make a huge difference i really believe it and uh, and especially we'll well we'll see if derek comes whether listen whether derek ends up playing or not okay especially think about this david especially if derek doesn't play Okay, or doesn't start the beginning of the season, and it's some young kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, they need a, a line who can protect. Him. Right. I mean, you think of the way that Jaron Williams, basically Jaron Williams, not Jared Williams, got uh, thrown into the fire uh, in 2019. Like, you know, he had an, obviously an up and down season and ended up transferring. Like, if he was behind a good offensive line, how much different would his time at Miami have been? Like, it, it's. Yeah. It's a great what if that, um, you know, ideally Miami won't have to start Jake Garcia or Tyler Van Dyke uh, opening week next season against Alabama. But, um, you know, it, it's a, I think no matter who is starting back there, if it's one of those young guys, they will be in a much better position um, than oh Jaron Williams was uh, two seasons ago. Way better. Yeah. I mean, they, and I hope for Jake Garcia's uh, yeah. sake, it's, it's not Jake Garcia's. <laughs> Start out against Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're obviously hoping it's going to be Derek. So. Um, also, you know, worth noting, I, I think the interesting thing about the offensive line now is um, they're, in addition to just having a lot of guys and the competition should be good and some really good guys, they're just, I don't think they're going to have any, like, holes on that offensive line, right? Like, you know, Jared Williams obviously is, like, a legit power five starting tackle. Yeah. Um, Zion Nelson is, like, a borderline star. Like, you know, he's probably going to be talked about as a pretty high draft pick whenever that comes about because of how his tools, his athleticism, his size, and the fact his rapid improvement. I mean, he was, I think, ended up, like, according to, like, PFF grades and all that, being one of Miami's better players this season. Um, you know, and then Navon Donaldson, obviously, we didn't see him very much last year, but he looked really impressive. And, you know, we know how good he can be when he's healthy and, and right. Yeah. And, you know, DJ Scaife was the offensive MVP of this team a couple years ago. Um, and then, you know, Corey Gaynor is just, you know, another guy who's just like a solid power five starting center who, you know, could end up in NFL training camp a couple years down the road. Like, they've they just got no weakness, no, like, glaring weaknesses on what, what, the know, offensive line. Like, guys are inevitably going to struggle. They're going to have a game where they get beat for a sack or two. But 
there's nowhere where you're like, wow, they really need to improve this spot. in the country or something. Almost three a game, which is not or two and two point eight a game or something like that. Yeah, they, in total offense they were way better. They went from being like one of like bottom half of the country to like top third or something. Yeah. across the board on offense and and again I I know the run blocking was kind of I would say probably the biggest weakness for the offensive line last year Um, but you know Navon Donaldson on paper is their best run blocker like that's always been what he was great at like when he was a freshman All-American like that was why he was an immediate star because he was a huge factor in that in that run blocking Um, so getting him back you know it's going to be a good it'll be good competition again because if you assume Devon's going to take one of those starting jobs, that means someone who started last year is, is going to be knocked out. And um, and then, obviously, you know you throw in, like I mentioned, like John Campbell, Trey Ore, guys who have started games. And yeah. and then those, those freshmen, you know, that's the big leap. Freshman, off, freshman to sophomore year is always a big leap for offensive linemen. So it wouldn't be a surprise if, like, Jalen Rivers cracks the rotation in some capacity next year. Well, hopefully we're in a better spot COVID-wise by then. <laughs> but maybe, maybe I'm optimistic. Before we wrap up here, do you want to talk about Nikosi Perry coming yeah. back? Pulled his name out. I guess we'll lay it out. He obviously put his name in the transfer portal a couple of weeks back. Maybe a week back. I don't know. Um, recently. And with the intention, obviously, to go um, find a place to be a starting quarterback somewhere next year. Something he's definitely capable of. 
Um, yeah. And then, was it Tuesday, I guess? Uh, he took his name out of the transfer portal. Um, everyone was like, oh, my God, Nikozi's coming back. Um, but then you confirmed, reported that um, it's basically he's just coming back to get his degree, um, do take classes this spring, and then find a new home as a transfer uh, in the summer. Although, yes, that, uh, definitely, and I can tell you that UM, the UM program, um, <laughs> you know, they, 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 they're thinking he's going to transfer, okay? His, as, as of, yeah, I didn't look today, but as of, as of yesterday, just, I put this in my story, I mean, his name, Nikosi's name is still on the roster. He still gets paid, it's still the same year, right. you know? And he, he gets to finish his degree, um, but I I keep thinking, yeah, he, he does. He gets to finish his degree, he gets paid. But what happens if he, I don't know, what happens if they realize Derek's not going to be ready? Yeah, like it does leave him some flexibility. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean he can't come back. I mean, you and they think and maybe they want, I don't know, I don't know. The, the program is thinks he's going to transfer and is helping him with that. They know, I think they're working with him, but I'm just saying he's still on the roster and I don't know. It doesn't mean, I don't know how that works from there. You know? Yeah. It, well, I mean, we, I mean, think about uh, Jeff Thomas a couple of years back. Like you're not a transfer until you're a transfer. I mean, we're all expecting the Kosey to leave, but as you mentioned, it does, you know, if he enrolled at, South Carolina this week for just I'm throwing out a random SEC school this right. week then um he would you know then it that's it basically right like once you're there you're you're there you're, that, that's where you're playing now but this does give him that flexibility where like you said if Derek it's looking like he's not ready or I don't know or just he gets second thoughts and is like you know do I really care about being a starting quarterback like He yes, left. but he never officially enrolled at Illinois. He never enrolled at Illinois, but he left. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's never done until it's done, and this just gives Nikosi as much flexibility as possible. He clearly is beloved by his teammates and, and even his coaches, I think, at this point. Um, Manny Diaz raved about his him uh, after the Cheez-It Bowl when he played really well in relief of Dierick. Um And, you know, even if he's, like, not... You know, I would think he'll be, like, working out with the team and stuff. Like, even if he's not, like, out on the field with the ones during spring football. Um, Me too. Like, I, I, I think I, he'll be around. I yeah. I mean, and he's, t- they should, by the way, they should have never taken Jeff Thomas back. Uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah. There were a lot of things that went wrong in Manny's first year, and, and that, I think, probably was part of it. But that, that's a conversation for another time, I think. <laughs> All right, um, let's take a quick break, though, um, and then we'll wrap up by talking about Miami's biggest portal acquisition of the offseason. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. 
<laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, uh, we are back. Um... This also happened on Saturday, during that very busy Saturday. It actually happened like five minutes before, I think, Jared Williams <laughs> announced he was coming back. Uh, but Miami officially has landed uh, Tyreek Stevenson via the transfer portal. Um, a pretty huge addition. Um, Miami now, that class, the tw- you know, you, like we've mentioned it a couple times, you can always get creative with the numbers, but the class of 2021 now is complete with the 2020. 21 high school kids, and now three transfers. DeAndre Johnson, who we talked about in the first half. Charleston Rambo, who should compete for a starting wide receiver job. And now Tyreek Stevenson, who um, I think is certainly the front runner to start somewhere in the secondary. Um, probably the biggest move Miami made this offseason, given um, not just his ability. Uh, he started, I think, four games for Georgia last year, kind of in their striker type nickel role, um, but obviously also a position of need. Um, the secondary, particularly the cornerbacks, were an issue for Miami last season, and Tyreek Stevenson was in the class of 2019 one of Miami's number one targets because they thought he could be a really good cornerback, um, and now he's going to get a chance to do it. Yeah, great. Oh, man, do they need a cornerback also? You know, in, in, that, in the secondary, they're that's definitely a position of need. So, I, yeah, it's great. I mean, they, they got three. They got, it seems like they got three really good um, transfers. Yeah, it's still nothing quite as big as some of the last few years. Like, you know, when they got Quincy Roche, like he was an All-American at Temple. We knew he was going to be a starting defensive end right away. Jalen Phillips was the number one high school recruit in the country. We knew if that worked out, he was going to look something like he looked this year. Uh, Bubba Bolden was obviously kind of, but I think the Bubba and Tyreek are in kind of similar. Like I kind of put it in that same sort of level where um, actually Tyreek probably did even more at Georgia than uh, Bubba did at USC, but they were like similar level of recruits, like kind of interesting hybrid safety cornerbacks um, who, um, you know, we basically knew once they, they got on campus, they were going to be major factors on the defense um, and yeah, Tyreek is, uh, I think basically the appeal of coming to Miami, uh, from what I've kind of gathered behind the scenes is one, he, he just wanted to kind of come back home. You know, he was basically between Miami and Georgia at the end. Um, clearly had a lot of affection for Miami, visited all the time, um, had a good relationship with, you know, I think he's really good friends with DJ Ivy, who he played with at South Dade. Um, and then he also just wanted that opportunity to be an outside cornerback. Um, and, you know, I think when Miami was recruiting him at first, they liked him potentially as a cornerback and basically felt like, you know, if all else failed, he was going to be a really good safety. Um, 
Now he's coming to Miami at a time when they need cornerbacks, probably even more than they did when they were first recruiting him. And and there's certainly a path for him to to be the number one guy out there. Oh, for sure. And um, and and he and he also he's from here, and he and he knows he knows guys on the team yeah. that he went to high school with. So right, so that's uh, it's all that's all good news. Looking forward to this season. Yeah. Yeah, the defense is in, um, I mean, that was obviously, you know, we saw it, we talked a lot about the defense last week because we were talking about all the changes on the coaching staff on that side of the ball. Um, It's hard to imagine the defense isn't, uh, I don't know. Do you think the defense is definitely better next season than it was this last year? Did they do enough to, like, make you confident that, it's going to be improved because the, obviously the big challenge is what do you do at defensive end? Like, yeah, can you, got, can you replace those two all American level got, edge rushers? They've got, that's the thing um, that I wonder the ends. It's hard to, you just keep thinking of that at the yeah. ends. You know what I mean? That, I mean, Jalen Phillips is the best done. defensive player they've had in a long time. Yeah, I mean, the way I kind of look at it is they're going to be better, I think. You know, they're just by the nature of improvement. You know, they played, you know, like Corey Flagg was, I think, probably the most impressive linebacker last year. Um, Like, they're just going to get better at linebacker because they're getting older. They're going to be better in the secondary because, one, they're getting older. Slash Bubba Bolden's probably getting a little bit more comfortable. It's just the more and more he plays in that defense. And then, obviously, throwing Tariq Stevenson in. The question is... As weird as it sounds, because it's kind of the position we've never had questions about um, with Manny Diaz, is what are the, the defensive? What's the defensive line going to look like? That's what it all comes down to, I think. Yeah, I agree. Why? Well, you know, I think that you know, I think that they should be okay at tackle. I mean, they've you know they've yeah. got Nets are coming back, right? Yeah, Jared Harrison Hunt. Harrison Hunt. John Ford coming back. Coming back, so I actually that's going to be really strong. I, I, I have, to, I have to see. I mean, I think yes, I think the defense and with Bubba Bolden, they're yeah, the D. I think, I think everything on the team has gotten better except for the DNs. I have a question mark. And the kicker. That's all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I have a lot of faith in Andres Borgalis to, to be a nice little replacement for his brother, but it's hard to go from having a Grozo award-winning kicker to a freshman. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, I, will, I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, though, that Miami eh, – I've been thinking about it basically since they hired Jeff Simpson is what that defensive line looked like that one year, and that was the big Gerald Willis year. Where he, I don't remember exactly what his numbers were, but he was like right, one of the top tackle for lost guys in the country. Um, you know, I think was like a second or third team All American, uh, according to certain like outlets. Uh, that year, you know, their defensive ends were good that year. But I think that was like Joe John, uh, Joe Jackson's senior year, 
and um, maybe the, the year Garvin kind of stepped into the starting lineup, uh, maybe his sophomore year. Um, and so, like, they were pretty good at end. You know, I think they could replicate that defensive end group this year if, like, Jafari Harvey is as good as we kind of think he can be and maybe DeAndre Johnson, like, is a all-conference-type defensive end. Um, it's interesting to me that that year is, like, that Gerald Willis season was as good a year as a Miami defensive tackle has had here. And uh, as long as, you know, not that I've been around this team that long, but as, as long as I've been around. And, and he's got the personnel to kind of replicate that with, you know, Nesta is like kind of a pass rush defensive tackle. And obviously Jared Harrison Hunt, you know, he was leading the team in sacks when he got hurt. Um, yeah, I, and yeah, then the Leonard Taylor, too. I, I, I think the inside is really good. Yeah. I, I think Nesta's going to be that much better. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I, I love Harrison Hunt, obviously. And they're, yeah, they're, I, you know, Gervin Hall, they still have safety. And, um, yeah, I, I I think, I do think the defense, I, I do wonder about the linebackers yeah. all the time. Um, so, I, you know what I mean? I can't. I can't say it's going to be totally strong until I see. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the linebackers? I mean, I like flag. I just think they're not going to be worse than last year, right? Like, just you bring everyone back. Yeah. Like, the young guys get better. The competition gets a little bit better. Um, yeah. Could it still be the weak spot of the defense? Yeah, definitely. But I think they're, just, they're going to get better. <laughs> I mean, yeah, then we'd be talking about, like, oh, could they, like, uh, I don't know if we'd be saying could they beat Alabama, but we would be talking about uh, is the spread going to be, like, three or six instead of, like, ten or fifteen or whatever we're, we're thinking it's going to be right now. Or more than ten or fifteen. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? I don't, uh, I don't know. I mean, Alabama, we talked about I this think- last week. They, they're losing so much on offense. With the quarterback situation, I think yeah. it's um, what just as a whole? Now that we've kind of got the final touches on this transfer class, how how do you think this stacks up with some of the the recent ones? It's hard to be more excited about it than that first year, even though like Tate Martell didn't work out and Tommy Kennedy didn't work out and Asa Martin didn't work out. It was just like such a such a phenomenon that first year it happened. Well, he was a commit. Wait, Christian Williams? Jared oh, Williams. Yeah, he was, right, he wasn't a transfer. Yeah. You know why? He was committed to Alabama, I think, right? Yes. The first year yeah. the first year was the big one. It was Tate. It was, I guess Jalen Phillips was in that one. Bubba Bolden was in that one. Um, Chigozi Naruka. Um, yeah. Asa Martin, Tommy Kennedy. So a lot of busts in that one, but also the real stars. Then last year, I mean, last year they got Eric, So, like, maybe that's number one. I think so. Yeah, I I, I do. So yeah. I, I think he's used it. He wanted to control it. I, I, he didn't want like a million people who were transfers. 
yeah. three to me, I, I, I think it seems really like important. I think they had three last year too, right? It was Quincy, Derek, and it ended up being four because they got Jared Williams. Well, five because they also got Isaiah Walker. But it was basically it was three for a long time. It was Derek, Quincy, and Jose. Remember we had that uh, press conference where all three of them came out. Um, yeah. So it, that feels like the sweet spot that. Manny's looking for, and I think a lot of colleges are kind of in that three-ish sweet spot. It's you know that first year is the massive outlier where it was like the first year of this portal. Manny was taking over; the team was such a mess, and he got what did I say? I think six or seven guys in that class. Like, and, the, and, but, and the thing is, this year, it, well, this year, I, I, are they all grad? They're not all grad. No, but the but the school, you know, everyone's still kind of banking on the immediate eligibility because of the pandemic. Right. Well, oh yeah, yeah. They're not going to have to sit out a year. I don't. I don't think they're going to no. sit out a year. So. Um, yeah. Right. Last year was all theoretically it was all going to be grad transfers except for Isaiah Walker, but the extra year of eligibility let Derek and Jared Williams come back. Whereas this year, I think DeAndre Johnson will be a he'll be a. In his last year of eligibility, um, I think Rambo will have one more because of the extra year. Um, and Tyreek Stevenson has only played two years at Georgia, so he'll have, I guess, three more with that extra year. Um, so, yeah, it's – to me, it's it's not as exciting as some of the last couple of years because last year's was such a loaded class and then the first year was just the novelty. But um, it's just part of the identity now. kind of a mess so who knows so with uh 85 i mean there's no way they can limit it to 85 they're not that they can't do because they're letting everybody come back yeah they can't do that or they'll have to start kicking people off the team yeah yeah it'll be a little bit of a mess um that might be the next thing we have to monitor but um until then uh you can follow susan on twitter at s miller degnan uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DBWilson2. Uh, we are in the throes of the offseason now, so um, hey. <laughs> maybe, well, it's kind of, we actually have signing day coming up in less than two weeks, but um, well, we have no surprises but, on Yeah, signing. but I, they might not announce anyone, so who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll come back next week to, I don't know, if there's news or something, but um, if not, I uh, hope you all are enjoying your offseason. Um, yep. And we will uh, talk to you guys a little bit later on. Bye.